Welcome back to Forgotten Events. I am your host, Katie. Two brothers go missing a decade apart and under entirely different circumstances. This is the strange story of Michael and Chucky Palmer. It was June 4th in 1999 when 15-year-old Michael Palmer, the youngest in his family, up and vanished. He lived in Wasilla, Alaska with his parents, one sister, and two older brothers. On the evening of June 4th, Michael was sleeping over at a friend's house when he and three of his friends decided to sneak out to a graduation party that was just outside of Wasilla. As with many graduation parties, kids drink, and it was said that Michael had been drinking. But his friends said he did not appear to be intoxicated. Eventually, Michael and his three friends left the party, and that was around 4 a.m., and they were riding home on their bicycles when his friends noticed that Michael started slowing down and eventually dropped out of their line of sight. His friends stopped at a convenience store to wait for Michael to catch up, but they never saw him again. Everyone just assumed that Michael took another route home, but not to the house he was spending the night at, but his own home, which seems rather strange. But that's not what happened. Michael never made it home and was reported missing later that day at 3 p.m. Later, Michael's bicycle was discovered in the Little Sistina River. There was no trace of Michael. However, Michael's sneakers were found in the area next to a private airport about 200 yards away. At least, they believed that they were Michael's. Months later, a young man started sharing a story around town about witnessing Michael being beaten and shot at a local bridge. Now, when he was questioned by police, the young man recanted his story and claimed that he made the whole thing up. Now, keep that part of the story fresh in your mind because we will come back to that. Michael's father was always skeptical about the story that the three friends told from the night Michael went missing. He would eventually hire a private investigator, actually two of them, to look into these stories. It's said that one of the investigators was forced to leave town due to threats being made, and the other one would uncover rumors that Michael actually never left the party and that there was a fight at the party that morning. It was reported that he was the victim of a murder. Unfortunately, like in most cases, that part of the story could never be substantiated. And Michael is still a missing person. Now here's where the story takes a bizarre turn. In April of 2010, Charles, who goes by Chucky, and Chris, Michael's two older brothers, took a trip to the Talkeetna Mountains in Alaska with their stepfather and two of their friends. On April 10th, they planned a snowmobile trip, but the handlebar on Chris's snowmobile broke, so he stayed behind at their cabin, 
while the others ventured off through the woods on their own snowmobiles. Later that evening, when the group was returning to the cabin, 31-year-old Chucky somehow became separated from the others, and this was around 7.15, and dropped completely out of sight. His brother, Chris, 32, spent four days searching for his brother at the foothills of Bald Mountain with other volunteers. There were times when it reminded him of driving Wasilla's back roads 11 years prior looking for his little brother, Michael. Chucky's snowmobile would be discovered on a side trail located about 12 or so miles from the cabin. There was serious snowfall and that hampered the search efforts for Chucky. Chucky has never been located. He just simply vanished. He leaves behind three daughters. While it appears that Chucky got lost and most likely died from winter exposure, people can't help but to be suspicious about Michael's disappearance. And I take you back to the start of this story and to the young man that said he saw Michael being beaten. Could it be that something happened to Michael at that party? I find it strange that one of the investigators felt compelled to leave town shortly after asking questions. I'm curious if the police ever interviewed her, and if so, did she explain what the threats were, where they came from, how they were delivered to her? It's not every day that we hear of these types of missing person stories. And I can't imagine the sadness that's fallen on this family, losing two sons within 10 or 11 years and not being able to find either one of them. It's so bizarre. I'm just curious if they can't interview the investigator about Michael and why haven't they been able to find Chucky's body? Snow eventually melts, and one would believe that something would be beneath that snow. Thank you for listening to Forgotten Events. Stay tuned for more short stories.